0: So that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to his beloved man. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit MintMobile.com slash switch. Limited time new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See MintMobile.com for details.
1: Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. This morning we're going to continue uh, our study and I started laying the foundation yesterday to discuss about salvation and this creation, about what God is done and what He is uh, he's doing today as well as what He has done. So we are looking at us. We are looking at man. I remember I told you guys that the sin of the world is disobedience to God, and that Jesus Christ came to um, to through obedience. The scripture tells us that everything was restored um, in Jesus, the spiritual aspect of what he had done. Uh, we know that Romans talked to us, said that through one man's disobedience sin uh, came in, and through one man's obedience tells us that grace came, the grace of God. And that grace is what is this whole thing about God's grace and his love. And uh, he is so in love with us that he did a few things for us because of our disobedience to him. Things were set in motion and he wanted to rectify it because he cared so much about his creation. You got to remember it took him in our time, as they say, it, it took him uh, six thousand years to create the earth for us and this universe because he loved us so much that, uh, he, uh, when you're looking from our time, because it says a thousand years is as a day before the new Lord. So in our time, he's very meticulous. He took the time to create this thing. And because of our disobedience, we, we damaged this thing. And so God wanted to put it back together because he said it is good when he looked at it. So, yesterday we talked about that uh, the cry of mankind, uh, looking at himself, the wretched man, and that God provided for that wretched man. We looked at Luke chapter 1, verses 77, to give to his people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. So we see that knowledge for salvation is here on the earth, and it tells us, that uh, we ought to um, listen or heed the call, because the scripture says, "Now is the time for salvation." Uh, Second Timothy one nine, um, who has saved us from and called us a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was granted to us, or, or uh, granted us in Christ Jesus. From all eternity, and we talked about that. And I wanted to show you again, uh, again, just tapping into the foundation that is it is of God's grace that this whole thing is being played out. Uh, Titus chapter three uh, five tells us that he saves us. He saved us not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to His mercy by the washing and regeneration and renewing. By the Holy Spirit, so those were some of the foundations that we looked at yesterday, and we want to continue because I want to lead us to um the soul and do a study on the soul and this is a part of it I'm talking about man right now man, the Bible tells us is he has a spirit he's a spirit with a that has a soul, and he uh, lives in a body so let's take a look and see. What First um, Thessalonians 5.3 attested is, uh, 5.23 attested is, says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely in your wholeness and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, let me read that again, so that you can understand what it is is about this is you. this is talking about you and I it says in first thessalonians five twenty three Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be prepared completely um, without blame. At the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, so we see then that you are, and I are made up of three parts. We we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in this body of ours. So when our father um, uh, Adam, when the first Adam uh, fell, went through disobedience, when man died. All of man died in his entirety, the spirit of the man, the soul of the man, the body of the man. That whole thing became corrupt. That is why I say to you, there is no religion that can handle that condition of sanctifying the, the entirety of mankind, spirit, soul, and body except the one that God put in place. Because he knows that in order for us to see him, we have to be holy. Um, and we don't become holy through works. And we'll never gain anything through that. Because as I mentioned, if one is able to do the work and the other is not able, then uh, one can then argue. Because it is a court that you and I are going before. The Bible tells us that if you read the Word, you see that heaven is set up as a court system. And that is why here on the, on this earth, the Bible is a legal document. The, the blood of Jesus, all the things that Jesus did, all of these things uh, were legal documents. And so when we, um, when we go to the chapter and verses, it's just like a lawyer and a paralegal, when they do their research, before they present their case, they go and see look for precedent to cases before, what was applied, how was it applied to get a desired outcome, and we are before the judge, the Bible tells us that, that um, we have an adversary that is a good lawyer, if you will. The Bible tells us that Jesus Christ is that advers- um, that is our advocate before the Father. So he is there, the Holy Spirit is also uh, um, a part of our... Uh, team, if you will. Uh, We have angels that are all a part of our team, and then we have Lucifer and his demons and all the uh, evil spirits from the Nephilim that were born on this thing. So we know then who our enemies are. We know that uh, Lucifer goes around as a roaring lion uh, and and seeking whom he may devour. And then he comes and he goes to uh, God and he has to present his case. And we saw an example of that when um, the sons of God were coming before God, and Lucifer showed up, and God said, so where were you? And he said to him, hey, did you consider my servant Job? I mean, take a look at him. And um, uh, Lucifer said, yeah, I see, I see him, but you got a protection around him. But I tell you, if you take away your protection from around him, and let me add him, at him um, he's going to curse you. In your face. And God says, All right, give it a shot. And so we see then that He has to come before that courtroom as well as you and I. We have our, uh, when we sit there and when we do the research and we pull the parts of the legal document, Bible verse concerning our situation, then we can have a claim by which we can present our case before our. Uh, uh, our accuser, which is the enemy, the Bible calls him the accuser, and he has to present his case against us. And then we lay out all the things that we have in our suitcase, if you will, um, that briefcase that we are in court with, the blood of Jesus, all of the sacrifices that he did, the name of Jesus Christ, uh, all of these different things, the word of God, uh, uh, things like that. So we are presenting our case. But the case is presented because this spirit, soul, and body has been corrupted. But when we are now born again, that's why I say Jesus said you must be born again. Something has to happen to you in order for you to become a born again Christian. And that is through obedience because Everything is about obedience. Jesus Christ said to, to the Father, not my will, but thy will be done. And he said, okay, I will surrender. And, uh, uh, he was led to the cross to fulfill what his destiny was. And that was to die for you and I and to resurrect. But again, I tell you guys the reason why I believe he was in that garden, perplexed and not perplexed, uh, can, uh, just, um, coming before the Father. Was because he had to be separated from the Father and he had never experienced that before. Because it, the Bible tells us, because of the joy that he saw you and I, because of the joy that he saw before him, he stayed up on the cross. But the thing that he was dealing with. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.
0: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states,
1: with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, UnitedHealthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. ...was the separation from his father, and he cried out when that happened, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And that was the one thing that he was having a difficult time with. And he did that on your behalf and my behalf. And so we see then that this God, and that's why Jesus said uh, this was the remedy that was provided for spirit, soul, and body. And when we are are returned to God through obedience because of the knowledge that was given, the knowledge of salvation... So that you and I can become saved, so that we can be attached back to God, and so the spirit of the man becomes born again, and the uh, the conflict is between the soul, uh, the body, and the spirit. So when the body, the Bible tells us that the spirit of man is the, the candle of the Lord. That's how He will talk to you and I is through the spirit, and then we have to bring it into the uh, the realm of the soul. And the soul is where we kinda of lose some of the things. And we um I wanna uh go into that, but the series will take us from the spirit first and then we will eventually add into the soul and the body. But that's our study and so I'm just laying to you the foundation of how we're going to uh go forward with this. So we see according to First Thessalonians five twenty three that we have um uh, uh, spirit. We, we have a soul and a body. And so uh, one of the things that I try to tell people that when we are restored, uh, you see where people speak in tongues. Tongues is the um, the language of the spirit. And that's why um, I try to make it, when I explain it to people before I pray for them to get uh, baptized, is to explain to them that what happened in the fall was that all of this was severed. And when you become born again, it is now being replaced, and you have access to that. And so you could speak in tongues when you become born again. But I have seen also the demonic part of tongues. So the spirit man speaks with this tongue, this foreign language that you and I don't understand, but the spirit realm understands it. And... um that man has a language that I always tell people. The soul man has a language, and your body has a language that speaks. And so when we become born again, we are dealing, you know, Paul said, I want to do good, but then I'm having this battle back and forth. And that is where you have the battle within the self, between the soul and the spirit. The body is the servant. Um, that Um Once the, these two come into play... Uh, um, the soul and the spirit when they join force the body will um, will also follow and likewise when you have the body and the soul uh, pulling on the spirit that means that you will follow the, um, the spirit will be uh, put aside and you'll be making decisions based on your corrupt um, flesh and corrupt soul so when one becomes born again what we are trying to what God is trying to do through his word and the Holy Spirit is to have that man, to have the Spirit of God, the Spirit that was in the man, let that Spirit to be the dominion, um, a thinker that makes a decision and guides the, uh, the body. Job 32, 8. But it is the Spirit in a man, the breath of the Almighty, that gives him understanding. So you're seeing here, um, that this man is a spirit, is a spirit man, because I've said to you guys many times where was man when God was creating the earth for seven, for six, uh, according to our time, six thousand years, but according to his time, six days? Where was the man? Where was the spirit man? He was in God uh, because he was not released yet, because he was released when the Holy Spirit kissed the mud that they made, and they formulated a body that looked exactly like God because it tells us, let us create man in our image and in our likeness. The likeness was when the Holy Spirit released the spirit of man and when that spirit and soul of man, because the Bible tells us that God is, he says, "Um, uh, my soul hates this and so forth. So we know that God has a soul as well. So when he released that spirit and soul, Um, into that body the scripture says that man became a speaking soul so I believe that that was the difference between uh, the first group of people on the planet and um, and the second the second is when God made him a speaking soul but that's just my belief Um, I don't want to put that on you guys let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 7 and the dust returns to the ground it came from, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. So, I have a belief about that as well. And um I believe it's the soul of mankind. Uh, the spirit part of, of God goes back, the spirit of the man goes back to the originator. But the soul of the man and the body, they separate from, from God. And I believe that is hell on its uh, on, on, by, you know, on its own merit. But then we know that uh, Gehenna or hell is a place where that soul is tormented. And the scripture tells us that the soul of man is tormented there. And we'll look at the story in the Bible that talks about that, which is found in Luke. But again, we're going to spend some time in this process. It's going to be a while, guys. So... I just want you to buckle up because I want you to get an understanding of who you are. And when one must come in back into faith it means that you have to be, um, in your entirety believing that particular word of God, meaning that you have to, in your spirit, with your soul, your spirit now have to Bring the Word of God to your uh soul, you guys have to have a conversation you um He has to hear it, and when he hears it, the bible says he you know when you and you guys told me and I've told you guys before when because the scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word, and so he has to hear it, and the only way that he can hear it is by you speaking it, you muttering it, you meditating on it, and as you begin to uh, switch from listening into hearing, your soul man will grab it. He's going to go, wow, I I see it now. I see what you're saying. And he is going to um, revelation, understanding, the scripture says, that the spirit of man, uh, um, the Almighty gives him understanding. So when he gets it, the spirit of man, the soul gets it, when the spirit of the man gets it, he sees it, and he wants to bring it into the natural realm, but he has a conflict with his mind, his programming, his subconscious that has been programmed for many years, that stated that he is less than, that he's not able to get that, that he doesn't deserve all of that. And so that's the conversation that takes place within the man. When the soul sees it, he now agrees with the spirit, and they own that situation, that thing that they're asking for. So we're going to spend some time, it tells us that in according to the word, in Proverbs chapter 20 verse 27 the lamp of the Lord searches the spirit of man, it searches out his inmost being. So that's where the word is going to grab and bring the light to and then once the spirit gets it he then has to start on this journey along with God, to reprogram your mind, your soul part. And once he gets it, it is his, it's yours. So the Bible tells us that um we ought to be living and walking by faith. So uh, I want to encourage you guys to stick in there, stay with me, because we have a long ride. We're going to talk about the spirit. We're going to go in deeper. And we're going to talk about the soul. We're going to go deeper in there. We'll talk about the body and we'll go and then we will wrap it up and, uh, um, you know, glorify God. So, the Bible states that the just shall live by faith, tells us that we walk by faith and not
0: by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So, be not weary but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, we deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, cast box, overcast, and many more.